So often with autoimmune disease and chronic illness, it hurts to move. It hurts to walk. It hurts to hold a dumbbell. Sometimes it hurts to just exist. One major component of healing is movement. This cannot be ignored. You hurt so you can't work out, but the lack of movement increases your pain, and it's this vicious cycle. Luckily, there are strategies to help reduce the pain so that you can break out of that cycle, start moving, and start feeling better. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Welcome to the Therapeutic Food Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Marion Mitchell. I'm an integrative nutrition health coach, therapeutic diet expert, and founder of The Road to Living Whole. There are many different diets out there. It's hard to know which one is right for you with your chronic illness and autoimmune disease. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the foundational pieces every single therapeutic diet out there shares, and also how to use the best one for your particular diagnosis. If you've been looking for a meal planning partner, help navigating the complicated healthcare system, and want to feel better quickly, I'm your girl. Grab your kombucha notebook. Let's dive in. In last week's episode, number 52, with Dr. Diane Mueller, she joined me to talk about strategies to improve your health and combat chronic illness. It was a wealth of information, and today I want to dive deeper into a problem that many people with autoimmune disease and chronic illness struggle with. That problem is pain. It hurts to move. And when you push through it, you're in so much pain the next few days that you really can't move. And then the pain gets worse, so you don't move. Movement is lubrication to the joints. It moves our lymphatic system, which I don't think many of us remember learning about or truly understand about how essential this system is. Movement is essential to healing and healthy living. And today I want to focus on the lymphatic system and you'll understand how this relates to pain as the episode goes on. Okay, so hang with me. The lymphatic system is complementary to the cardiac system or the circulatory system. It is part of our immune system and it has many functions including protecting our body from pathogens, maintaining body fluid levels, and removing cellular waste. Here's how it works. Fluid circulating blood leaks into the tissues of the body by capillary action, right? This carries nutrients to the cells. The fluid bathes the tissue in this fluid and it collects waste products, bacteria, damaged cells, and then drains them um, into the lymphatic system through the capillaries and into the lymphatic vessels. These unwanted materials such as bacteria, damaged cells, you know, pathogens um, go in there. And then the lymph then passes into a much larger lymphatic vessel known as lymph ducts. The right lymphatic duct drains the right side of the region and the much larger left lymphatic duct known as the thoracic duct duct, (laughs) drains the left side of the body. And then these empty into subclavanial veins which return to blood circulation. And lymph is moved through the body system by muscle contractions. There is no heart pumping this fluid through the body. So when you aren't moving, it's not able to do its job, which means it's not clearing out this waste and pathogens, and then your pain increases. 
The reason I'm sharing this with you is that when we know why something is important, we are much more likely to find a way to do what we need to do. Now, I'm not saying to just move and be in pain. If you're in too much pain to walk and carry things, it's very likely you have a high toxic load. Remember, the lymphatic system carries nutrients and removes waste. If that's not happening, that waste is building up. And it's very likely one of the root causes of this pain that you're having. Now, there's a step before the three steps that I'm going to give you today. And that is reducing your toxic load. That's reducing the toxins that you are put, that are coming into the body via body products, air quality, water, food, all of that stuff. I already dived deep into that in episode 36. So if you haven't listened to episode 36 yet or you don't remember, then after this episode, go back and listen to that one to learn how to reduce your toxic load gently. And then also you can do these three strategies to help at the same time, okay? So let's dive into these three strategies to reduce pain and improve your ability to move your body with much less pain. (laughs) Number one, red light therapy. Red light therapy is using heat and red infrared light to help stimulate the mitochondria. That is the powerhouse of the cell to function better. It may help enhance the function of the lymphatic system as well as promoting wound healing and tissue repair, improving hair growth, help with short-term treatment of carpal tunnel syndrome, stimulate healing of slow healing wounds, right? We already talked about wound healing, reduces psoriasis lesions. It can provide relief for pain and morning stiffness in people with rheumatoid arthritis It can reduce some of the side effects of cancer treatments. It can improve your skin complexion and actually help rebuild collagen by and also diminish wrinkles. Hello. It can help mend sun damage. It can prevent recurring cold sores. It can improve the health of your joints and diminish scars and relieve pain and inflammation in people who have inflamed tendons. And this is just the stuff that's been studied. Imagine all the other things that it helps with. When I look at this, I see the root as being inflammation. You know, you address inflammation and it's going to help with all of these things, right? We just help the body function better. Now, the sun is actually one of the best sources of red infrared light. The problem is people are terrified of skin cancer and avoid the sun as much as possible. If you fall into this category, you do have other options. You don't have to force yourself to go into the sun unprotected if that's something that worries you. You can purchase light boxes that use red infrared lights and then you sit in front of them and some people will incorporate stretching and so slow yoga in front of them as well. Uh, If you choose to do this, typically uh, it's recommended that you use goggles or keep your eyes closed the entire session and you will stay in front of this light for 5 to 20 minutes, typically once to twice a day. Pretty darn easy. So again, the red light therapy stimulates the lymphatic system and it helps the mitochondria work more effectively to repair the body. So it's going to detox things outright. And then the heat kind of draws things out and kind of helps get things moving. 
The second thing that you can do is dry brushing. Dry brushing is when you take a soft bristled brush while having dry skin, hence dry brushing. You're not going to do this in the shower when you're wet, right? And starting at your, your feet, you start brushing in long sweeping strokes up your body towards your heart. Some people will say one to two strokes per area. Some people will say 10 per area. I have sensitive skin, so I just do a couple. Dry brushing is pretty awesome. First of all, it's affordable. It's like $5 to buy the brush. And it helps stimulate the circulatory and nervous system. It encourages the reflex response in the muscles for the lymphatic system, which helps move the fluid through the body and clean up that cellular waste that we talked about earlier. It's also great for our skin. It is a great option to help support your body and reducing pain. I'm going to share my experience with dry brushing. I have dry brushed off and on for years. I recently started again and I've definitely noticed a change. The first couple of weeks, I found that I was going to the bathroom with more frequency. So that means detox was definitely happening, which is pretty darn cool. This has gone back down to normal, but now I'm noticing that uh, my skin is looking better and it's staying. I'm needing less lotion to apply to my skin. And after I do it, I have more energy. So I can't do it at night. Otherwise, like it wakes me up. But it's, it is really an effective and affordable way to start just to help support your body. Number three is Epsom salt baths. Have you ever gone to the ocean, swam and played in the water and then noticed that you just feel better? You're more relaxed. You're less stressed out. You're less achy and sore. You might even sleep better. Salt water is one of the most bioavailable sources of magnesium. Magnesium is a mineral pretty much everybody is deficient in because our soil is just depleted. It's just not available to go into our food, to go into us. Most people don't swim in the ocean regularly either or even in lakes or rivers or anything. Um, Typically people are exposed to water via their shower, bath, maybe swimming pool. So, you know, we're not getting the minerals that are in water that is in the earth. Being deficient in magnesium can lead to increased pain, muscle cramping, fatigue, PMS symptoms, chronic headaches and migraines, anxiety, heart palpitations, increasing in blood pressure, increasing your blood glucose levels, and even rashes and stuff on the skin can be linked to magnesium deficiency. One of the easiest way to get magnesium and to get all the benefits of it is Epsom salt baths. Not only are they a bioavailable source of magnesium, which helps reduce pain, but the heat in the bath helps the body remove toxins through the skin. So it's a double win. Pretty awesome. Those are the three strategies to help reduce pain and allow your body to move with less to no pain. A quick note before we wrap up, when you decide to start incorporating movement, start slow and light, please. It is a really bad idea to jump into an hour of intense cardio or start lifting heavy. Don't go from zero to 100. Instead, start gentle and light. I know this can be frustrating. We have been conditioned to believe that to get any benefit from exercise, you have to go hard. This is not true, especially 
when you're dealing with pain, autoimmune disease, and chronic illness. You are going to get so much more benefit from easing into movement and slowly increasing intensity over time than to try and go hard from day one. If you can walk three minutes twice a day, that's awesome. If you walk two, they found that your blood glucose reactivity after a meal drops considerably with just two minutes of walking after a meal. Yes, you don't have to go hard to get benefits. So if you can only do two, three minute walks a day before you're exhausted or the pain is too much, that's fine. That's awesome. That is a great start. Do that until it gets easier and then add two more minutes or even one more minute or even 30 seconds. That's okay. Maybe you can only start with stretching and maybe doing some like mobility work and you can't even get to the point where you're walking. That's fine too. Movement is movement is movement. And then when your pain is diminishing because you're reducing your toxic load and you're, you know, incorporating one or two or all three of these strategies, you know, and your toxin load is getting put down and your pain's getting better, then you can start adding in more. And then maybe you can find that you can add weights back in and then slowly increase it. Movement is absolutely necessary. And thankfully, any movement is better than none. So throw that perfectionist attitude out the window and let's work with our bodies instead of against them. Quick review on how to reduce pain is to and to include more physical activity is to reduce your toxic load number one and then number two is to incorporate one two or all three of these strategies which are red light therapy dry brushing and epsom salt baths and from there you will find your pain getting better, you'll start feeling better and more energy and movement will get easier. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you found this episode helpful, would you do me a favor and help others find it by leaving a review, sharing a screenshot on social media or sharing the link with a friend? By you sharing what you've learned, others are able to find this podcast and join our community. Be sure to check out my website, www.roadtolivingwhole.com for over 160 delicious recipes, a variety of meal plans, and a blog packed full of even more healthy living tips. If you'd like to learn more about how to work with me as your coach, you can schedule a free consult through www.roadtolivingwhole.com backslash health-coaching backslash. Until next time, friend. Bye.